What's up, people? It's the Business of Everyday podcast with Ajo Abinoma. Keep listening. Keep listening. Hi there. Ajo Abinoma here. Welcome. Today, we take a lap that leads to the end of this purpose journey. Wow. (laughs) I don't know about you, but personally, I've been impacted so much by the wisdom shared on this journey. I'm trusting that it's been nothing less for you too. It is day 36 and we are talking mission today. This is the fifth and last purpose we are having to talk about on this journey. Please allow me to do a quick flashback on what we've done so far. From day one to now, we've come to know that God made us for his pleasure. Two, God formed us for his family. Three, God created us to become like Christ. Four, God shaped us for serving him. And now, to the fifth one, God made us for a mission. One of the texts in the Bible that I find straight to the point on purpose in the life of Jesus is in John 4.34, where he was ministering to the woman at the well. In John 4.6, we find that Jesus was exhausted from his journey and sat by the well. I'm sure that in addition to the tiredness, he was also hungry. And that explains why the disciples went out to get food. Now on their return, they marveled at what they found him doing, that is, speaking with a Samaritan woman. Because as it were then, Jews had no dealings with Samaritans. So they did the needful, I mean the disciples, and they urged him to eat. But what he said is what I find intriguing. He said to them, I have food to eat of which you do not know. Therefore, the disciples said to one another, I'm sure they were confused. They were wondering if someone has uh, actually brought him some food or something. So yeah, they asked, has anyone brought him anything to eat? And Jesus goes on to say, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. If Jesus somewhat compared his mission here to food, I mean, something we take every day that keeps us going, then we really should pay close attention to our mission here on earth. Because our mission really matters. I guess that's why he um, compared it to food. Maybe you're saying that's the story of Jesus and what about you? In John 17, 18, Jesus says, In the same way that you gave me a mission in the world, I give them a mission in the world. It is not surprising to find that also in Acts 20, 24, the apostle Paul said, I don't care about my own life. The most important thing is that I complete my mission, the work that the Lord Jesus gave me, to tell people the good news about God's grace. This is exactly what we find Jesus do all through his life, living with purpose and living to the last detail, his mission on earth. And that includes the ultimate, he giving himself up for us on the cross. So yes, You and I are made for a mission. God is at work in the world and he wants us to join him. This assignment is called our mission. God wants us to have both a ministry in the body of Christ and a mission in the world. There's a difference, so let's get it right. As believers, our ministry is to the church, but our mission to the world. 
Ministry is our service to believers and our mission is our service to unbelievers. We've all been called to share the good news with all people. So even though the mission is shared, as in we've all been commanded to go into the world and share the gospel, it is also very specific, an assignment that is unique to you. I pray that you'd ask God to open your eyes to see what he wants you to focus on as your specific mission to the world. You see, not everyone is called to the office of an apostle or an evangelist, a prophet, pastor, or uh, a teacher. Meaning, God doesn't expect us all to quit our jobs to become evangelists or pastors. What he expects is that we share the good news wherever we find ourselves. So really, wherever we are, is our mission field. As a student, a mother, teacher, salesman, manager, digital marketer, a banker, an investor, a real estate professional, whatever you do, wherever you find yourself, you should continually look for people God places in your path with whom you can share the gospel. Every day as you walk out of your house to work, you pray and ask God to open your eyes to people he would want you to share, you know, the word, the gospel, the good news with. He should open your eyes, open your ears and make your heart receptive to receiving whatever he wants you to share at every particular moment. So if we are conscious of this, that we are on this earth for a mission, we would live wanting and looking for an opportunity to share the good news with others. Being a Christian includes being sent into the world as a representative of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. The mission Jesus had while on earth is now our mission because we are the body of Christ. What he did in his physical body, we are to continue as his spiritual body, the church. What is that mission? Introducing people to God. God wants to redeem human beings from Satan and reconcile them to himself so we can fulfill the five purposes he created us for, as I mentioned earlier. To love him, to be a part of his family, to become like him, to serve him, and to tell others about him. Once we are his, God uses us to reach others. So now, you want to dedicate your life to him and ask that he uses you for his purposes and he redirects your path and put his mission in your heart that every day as you step out, every day as you walk on the face of this earth, you walk seeking and looking for an opportunity to speak and share the good news with people. God saves us and then sends us out. Once we are his, God uses us to reach others. The Bible says, we have been sent to speak for Christ. We are the messengers of God's love and purposes to the world. So, this is why you must fulfill your mission with much urgency. Your mission is a continuation of Jesus' mission on earth. You may have been unaware, but God holds us responsible for the unbelievers who live around us. The Bible says, you must warn them so they may live. If you don't speak out to warn the wicked to stop their evil ways, they will die in their sin, but I will hold you responsible for their death. You are the only Christian some people would ever know, and your mission is to share Jesus with them. Telling others how they can have eternal life is the greatest thing you can do for them. Imagine if your neighbor had COVID or AIDS or any other disease, and you knew the cure. It would be criminal and inhumane to withhold that life-saving information. 
Even worse is to keep secret the way to forgiveness, purpose, peace, and eternal life. We have the greatest news in the world, and sharing it is the greatest kindness you can show to anyone. Know that the consequences of your mission will last forever. The consequences of your job, however, will not. Nothing else you do will ever matter as much as helping people establish an eternal relationship with God. This is why we must be urgent about our mission. Jesus said, All of us must quickly carry out the tasks assigned us by the one who sent me because there's little time left before the night falls and all work comes to an end. The clock is ticking down on your life mission. So don't delay any longer. Don't delay another day. The truth is, only the kingdom of God is going to last. Everything else will eventually vanish. That is why we must live purpose-driven lives. Lives committed to worship, fellowship, spiritual growth, ministry, and fulfilling our mission on earth. The result of these activities will last forever. Wouldn't you want to spend your time and use your energy on something that will last forever? Think about that. There are people on this planet whom only you will be able to reach because of where you live and what God made you to be. Bishop T.D. Jakes would not be able to reach those people, but you, God has placed you where you are for a mission, for a purpose that is specific, and you must pay attention to that. If you fail to fulfill your God-given mission on earth, you would have wasted the life God gave you. Paul said, My life is worth nothing unless I use it for doing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus. The work of telling others the good news about God's wonderful love and kindness. Talk of the people you meet to and from work. Talk of the people living on the same compound with you. Talk of your family members. Talk of the people you interact with on a daily basis. God has placed you where you are for a specific mission, for a specific purpose. And you must not leave that place without realizing that purpose for which God placed you there. If just one person will be in heaven because of you, your life would have made a difference for eternity. Start looking around at your personal mission field and pray, God, who have you put in my life for me to tell about Jesus? Just before Jesus ascended to heaven, the disciples asked him a question and his response was quite revealing. He said, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you would receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When the disciples wanted to talk about prophecy, Jesus quickly switched the conversation to evangelism. He wanted them to concentrate on their mission in the world. He said in essence, the details of my return are none of your business. What is your business is the mission I've given you. Focus on that. You must say, like Jesus, Father, I want your will, not mine. And you yield your rights, expectations, dreams, plans, and ambitions to him. We must stop praying selfish prayers like, God, bless what I want to do. Instead, we pray, God, help me to do what you are blessing. We must hand God a blank sheet with our names signed at the bottom and telling him to fill in the details. The Bible says, Give yourselves completely to God, every part of you, to be tools in the hands of God, to be used for his good purposes. Imagine what God would do with you, with me, in his hands. 
giving him full control, full access of our lives, committing our everything into his hands, giving ourselves unto him, withholding nothing. Just imagine. Just imagine what one man did Jesus when he gave himself completely to the will of the Father. Imagine all of us, you, me, believers all across the globe, giving ourselves completely to God. Imagine the impact that the world would experience. Imagine the change, the shift, how things will be on this earth. If we will commit to fulfilling our mission in life, no matter what it costs, we will experience the blessing of God in ways that few people ever experience. There is almost nothing God won't do for the man or woman who is committed to serving the kingdom of God. Jesus has promised, God will give you all you need from day to day if you live for him and make the kingdom of God your primary concern. You are made for a mission. Pursue that with great intentionality. Thank you for joining today. I hope you've received insight that adds positively to your life. You can engage me on social media at The Ajoa Benewa and join our discussion channel by searching The Business of Everyday on Telegram. Until the next episode, same time tomorrow, it's bye for now.